This is important information. Ready, set, and begin. Who better to talk about the MLS in the Twin Cities than the head coach of your hometown United? All incredible things to look forward to. Now, courtesy of Heineken, this is the Adrian Heath Show. Quintero with a Minnesota goal! The Adrian Heath Show. Oh, what a save by Shuttleworth! Oh, my! Hosted by former player and now Loon sideline reporter Jamie Watson. Check this out! Hello, good evening, welcome everyone to the Adrian Heath Show presented by Heineken on 1500 ESPN. I'm your host, Jamie Watson, joined tonight, as always, by head coach of Minnesota United, Adrian Heath. Adrian, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm just looking around in amazement. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you, uh, as you probably already know, the great Minnesota get-together is in full swing. Tonight is actually our one and only night where our show, Tuesday 6 to 7 p.m., crosses over with the schedule of the Great Minnesota Get-Together. So for the fair, this will be our one and only show. Adrian, I'm sorry that we will not be out here more. I know how much you love the Minnesota State Fair. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's been interesting, to say the least. I've never seen so many people eating food and drinking and so many uh, rides going around. And I'm just looking at this machine outside here. You got, he's, it, it, he's, it doesn't look safe. So he's, he's looking at the one that uh, where we are uh, over by Dan Patch Park here at the 1500 porch. There is this ride that must spin two people in one seat. You can actually hear the screams in the background. Yeah, from the other people. The two other seats end. in yeah. the other, and it spins around, and it must go 300 feet in the air. Yeah, I think I'm I'd, terrified about that. You told me you would actually try that. Yeah, though. I don't mind all that sort of stuff. You know, it's it's. A bit of an adrenaline rush, I think. I'd love but. to slap a GoPro right in your face and have you go off on one of those rides because... Yeah. Make sure I've not been eating and drinking too much. <laughs> well, don't worry thing. because next segment, we are going to do just that. Yeah. We actually walked around. We got some oldies. I don't know what you've got me yet, though. Some oldies and some goodies, and okay. we've got some new foods for you to try. Okay. We went over a couple of weeks ago when the list of foods came out. We knew we were going to have the show here at the fair this year, as always. And so we knew we needed to get you some of the foods. We had you rank them, what you thought your score was on a scale of 1 to 10, and now we've got some of the food in front of you. I'm surprised you've got them, though. The queues in nearly every food truck is incredible. I set off on a mission an hour before the show, and I just barely made it here with you. So yeah. thanks for sticking, to, sticking uh, with me there. And uh, hanging out, you were catching a nice little band over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm into places. my music, you know that. A little, uh, little bit of a blues band going on. It was good. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't long before you were soon recognized by somebody as well. Oh, uh, yeah. An Evertonian, believe it or not. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. His dad was. His dad was an old Evertonian, and he's, he was he's born in Duluth, and he, he couldn't believe it when he saw me. So Turned uh, around and saw you there and was yeah. like... Few, few selfies, so it was, uh, it was nice. It's good fun. It's good fun. Yeah. That's Adrian Heath, head coach of Minnesota United. The Adrian Heath Show. Tonight we are live on location at the fair. Adrian, as always, when we start the show, before we get into the fair food, before we get into the English Premier League predictums, we, uh, we need to talk about last week. Mm. Last week, Minnesota United headed to Sporting Kansas City, Children's Mercy Park. Saturday night, a 7.30 kickoff. About 8.15 when you get to halftime, it's still 0-0. Mm. And I chatted with you. You were pretty pleased with the first half with your team. Yeah, I thought that we, we changed the shape a little bit. We, you know, we 
we looked long and hard at them. They're very, very good at home in the way that they play. They play the 4-3-3. Three, three. They play the th three high guys, and they make it very difficult to, for you to get out. But we changed the shape slightly, and uh, we put Ibsen not as a man-for-man, man, but in and around uh, Elite Sanchez, and we thought that worked really well. He had one of his quieter games against us because normally he dictates the play and the tempo of the game for them. So we thought that worked well. And um, But I have to say, I was really pleased with the first half, but the second half... The, the two goals are not, you know, they haven't had to work hard enough for them, Jamie. And, uh, you know, when you put in so much hard work that we did and you look at the chances that we had at the end of the game, you look at the shot count, you look at the corner count, you know, we should have come out with something from the game because there was not a lot in it. And we had arguably the three best chances of the night. You're talking Mason Toy just before halftime. He had one that Tim Mealy yeah. came out off of a corner kick, made yeah. a save. Um, Mason Toy again on the other side of the half. Had another opportunity. Yeah, it was six, seven yards out. You know, you've got to hit the target. Side foot finish. It was, you know, he's got to hit the target from there. Now, obviously, he's a young boy and he'll, he'll learn from that. But, you know, that, them, them little moments make the difference in games, especially on the road. I say it to you all the time. You have to score when you're on top. And the problem is for us at the moment, when we have a little bit of moments in the game where we have some good play, we don't take advantage of it. And this was another same story. And so what I thought was interesting... This was actually um, the first game all season that Sporting Kansas City, they were outshot at home. Now, the week before, I think they put up 26 shots on Portland, yeah. gave up seven, only one of them on target. But for Minnesota United, you outshot them 16 to 12. Uh, shots on target in favor for Minnesota United, 8 to 4. Corner kicks, 6 to 3. So when you start to look at attacking-wise, it seemed like you said there was a lot of opportunities going forward. You just couldn't seem to find the first one to break through. Yeah, and when you, when you, you analyze the game and you break it down and you, you go moment by moment, you, as you said, you get to half-time you think, that's been a good first off. On the road against a team that's really difficult to play against in, in Kansas. You know, the previous week they were 3-0 up against Portland. It could have been 8. We watched the game two or three times. So, you know, we went in there with a little bit of intrepidation. You're wondering what's coming. But we'd, we'd settled it down and everything was going well. But, you know, as I said, we, we've, we've spoke to the players. We, we have got to do a better job at, on, of not conceding soft goals on the road and giving ourselves a mountain. And then we have to do a better job of actually taking our opportunities when they come. Certainly. 47th minute goal from Johan Quaze. 62nd minute goal from Diego Rubio. The last 20 minutes, it seemed as though, and look, I know it's a catch-22 because your team goes down 2-0, and then the game kind of went on its head a little bit and flipped, and your team seemed the most likely to score. What was different in the last 20 minutes that really caused Minnesota United to get out on the front foot and have a lot of those good opportunities well, you were talking about? It, it's, it's a strange situation when the game's like that because you open the game up, you, you change the shape of your team, you put two wide guys on. Well, we put Abu on and then we put uh, Romario Ibarra on. And it changes the, the, your attacking play, but it also puts them on the back foot a little bit. They kind of know that something that a little and bit also, more is coming their way. Yeah. People forget that they are winning the game 2 0, so they don't have to chase it. So they're not going to, you know, start pushing men forwards and leaving themselves susceptible to counterattacks. So when people go to you, and some people do after the game, oh, why didn't you start the game like that? Well, it doesn't really work that Mentality's way. Mentality's changed throughout the game as throughout a former the game, player, yeah. As, as the scoreline influences the, the, your demeanor, you know, whether, you know, you're chasing the game and you, 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 you haven't scored a goal, or you're 2 0 up and you're going, let's protect what we've got. 
But we, it was a better performance. I was pleased with the players. I always say to the players, as you well know, that there are ways to lose a game. And what I mean by that is you can lose a game, but you have to lose it in the right manner and you have to leave everything out on the field. You have to try what we've asked of you and you have to give everything that you've got for the 90 minutes. And I thought the players did that. There's been a few occasions when I've, I've questioned that, but on uh, Saturday, certainly not. I thought they were, the, the players' uh, determination to try and get a result was excellent. Well, lastly, as we wrap up, Sporting Kansas City versus Minnesota United, I'll leave you with this because this is the one that lingers on now with a two-weekend break. You play next in D.C. on September 12th. You will be without the services of Francisco Calvo and Michael Boxel. That leaves you... Two of your three preferred center backs in this formation out of the lineup. What do you do with the coach? If you, as the coach, what do you do to fix that? Is it is it just plug in place and keep on? Is it change formations? How does the team adapt? Well, what's that, that like for you? Well, it's obviously looking at the opposition, which we seem to have done an awful lot because since Wayne Rooney's been in the team, he seems to have been on the TV every week. He's pretty good too. He's, yeah, he's done and, okay, right? He's done terrific. Yeah, so. Uh, but obviously, in their new stadium, they've done terrifically well. They've, they've Audi scored. Field's been a good, good yeah. home for them. And they've, you know, I think they've taken nine points out of the last three games. So that gives you an idea. They've been pretty good at all. It's pretty good when you win every game you play, right? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and uh, so the confidence is high. So we'll, we'll have a we'll have a good sit down next week. We've got a full week to prepare for the game, which will help as well. More than a full week, you know, it's like ten days before the next game for us in terms of with our preparation. Um, we'll give the guys a the ones who played a lot of football a few days after let them sort of recuperate. Uh, but a great time to get some proper work into the likes of Fernando Bob, the likes of Romario Abaro, Angelo Rodriguez, Darwin Quintero should be back for then. So, you know, this little break might have come at a really good spot for certainly a few of our attacking players. You brought up some really good points and more points that I want to touch on when we come back. But first, if you're here at the fair, we actually have a ton of giveaways. We've got a whole bunch of 1,500 ESPN merchandise. I've got some tickets we're going to give away. So come up here, take your picture with Adrian Heath. I'll take the picture, or if you want me in it, I'll ruin it, no problem. But we've got some tickets to give away as well, too. Come on down, come say hello. We're so grateful for so many people who listen. Now you guys are all here, so you come say hello. There's some familiar faces out there. Josh and Tina, hey guys, how are you? Glad you're here. Come, come over, come get your picture taken, come get some giveaways. Minnesota United, 1500 ESPN. And if you're not with us, make sure to come back after the break. He's Adrian Heath. Manny Hill's with us. I'm Jamie Watson. This is the Adrian Heath Show on 1500 ESPN. Welcome back to the Adrian Heath Show on 1500 ESPN, presented by Heineken. Tonight we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Adrian. As always, when we come back, you get to guess the name of this song. You better know this one because your lovely wife, Mrs. Heath, got mad at you last year for not knowing who this artist was. Yeah, I do know this. Go on, who Bruno is it? Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. There yes, we go. There What's the go. name? It's, um, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. No, no, it's, you know. He's waiting for the He's chorus again like he always no, does, right? Grenade. Grenade. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. He got it. There yeah. we go. Well done, Adrian Heath. All right. Welcome back. Last segment, we recapped Sporting Kansas City. We talked about that game. We talked a little bit about the upcoming break. We'll touch on that more in a little bit. Got to meet some some people during the, the break, take some pictures, give some giveaways away. We've got some more tickets, more giveaways. Come on down and say hello if you're here at the State Fair or you're making your way down. We'll be here till 7 o'clock tonight. Now, Adrian, 
Yeah. Time to get to the important business at hand. You talked about it when you first came on air. You said one of your favorite parts is coming to the fair was seeing everybody eating and drinking. I didn't say it was my favorite part. And I said it was good <laughs> stuff. Getting to watch people see how many sweet Martha cookies they can put in their face. Yeah. I already did that with Kendra D. St. Alvin earlier. We recorded a good segment that will be put out on Minnesota United social media channels very shortly where we did a little bit of a challenge who could go up to random strangers and get the most Sweet Martha cookies from them. Okay. So you had to walk up to them, whatever you said, fair games, you beg, borrow, steal, whatever you had to do to get a cookie. Who do you think won? Well, she's a lady and better looking than you. I presume she won quite (laughs) easily. Well, you were going to have to wait till that video comes out before I tell you. But that was a a close one, I will tell you that. And uh, we got a chance to go over to the Midway, play some games, some good content. But right now, speaking of some good content, I've got some food that I'm going to put in front of you. One of the best parts of the fair. I've grabbed three of my favorite things, and I want to put it in front of you. One of them I think will be my favorite thing because I really enjoy this. I don't know if it will be your favorite thing, but it's a new thing here at the fair. Okay. Let's do have you want to start? Where do you want to start? We've got. No, let's have that other one first. The, the, one, the, the, the new one I was talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the new one we've got, we've gone to Cafe Caribe where you were hanging out enjoying a lovely concert, and we've got. The oh. ahi tuna oh poke my, bowl. Oh, my God. This was one of the first ones that was on the list that we told you to grade. I believe you gave it a 7 out of 10 from the sounds of it. So what we've got is we've got some rice. We've got a wonton. We've got ahi tuna, oh a little God. bit of mango salsa. First thoughts, if, oh, you, really? if you're looking at it, what have do I you think? Have I got to eat this? You absolutely have to eat it. And you've got to give it a, a scale of 1 to 10. I can give it a, before I eat it. What, do you, what on on looks? What do you think at first? First glance on looks. One four, to ten. Four. A four. Well, don't judge a book by cover. Thank, I know, I thank goodness that's what my wife did because Here we go. first glance I'm a four. Here we go. But then she got to the heart of it and tasted now, it. Now you're a three. Now, <laughs> now, as we taste it here, this is one of the best things that we do here at the fair each and every year. We try it. You're giving it a thumbs up. Now, now, talk to me. Talk to me, Adrian. He looks pleasantly surprised. That tastes a lot better than it looks. I've got to be honest. (laughs) So, you're a sushi fan, right? You like sushi? Not really. Really? Okay, well, probably probably good I didn't ask you that question then before we did this bit. But this is is good. You're going back in for more. Yeah. Let's have another go. Yeah, make sure to move that mic down because I'm not sure how much the listeners enjoy you chewing it. Yeah, there's no way. He can't put it down, Manny. Yeah, it's going to be gone by the end of the You went from thinking it looked like a four... You gave it a seven when we first talked about it, just by the sounds of it in the description. Now that you've tasted it and gone back for seconds, eight, an eight, yeah, a hard good. Eight. Wow, that's yeah. a good grade. Well, don't tell my wife; she'll be serving this up for me at home. Hey, Mrs. Heath, make sure to invite me over for dinner for that. Still waiting for that first invite. I've known you since about 2008. Haven't gotten one of those yet, but I'm. This could be the moment. Have you? Do you try it? I mean, I'm going to, yeah, of course I'm going to try it. What I'm going to do while I try it, I'll give you my score. I'm going to put the second thing in front of you. Yep. I'm going to give you, from the Andy's Grill, I believe his name, Liz and Alicia, two lovely ladies over there, they gave me, they, I said, make me your finest Philly cheesesteak. And what they did was they put this in front of me, and I want you to try it. It's a standard Philly cheesesteak. Cut it in half. I ate half of it already. It was really good. I was going to say, have you been, have you been eating this? I took a couple of bites. Look, I, look, the host got hungry. Oh, oh chili, 
cheesesteak supposed to have ice on it. <laughs> it's a little bit chilly here tonight, isn't it? It went from raining and, and really wet and damp. It's a little bit chilly tonight. A few jackets. I don't like having a jacket on in August. I'm going to be honest with you. But this looks really good. Now, on first glance, what would you give a Philly cheesesteak? This thing's like a thing of beauty. I love Philly cheesesteak. Yeah? Seven. Seven on looks or seven on taste? Six on looks. Eight on taste. Eight on taste, so mm. it's tied. Mm. We can't have ties. Give, is, it, is it better or worse than the po- poke bowl? The poke bowl was bad. The poke bowl was better. I can't believe I'm saying this, by the way, but there you go. Silver medal right now for the poke bowl. Yeah. And well, this tastes better than it looks, got to be honest. Right now, well, actually, it's, it's the clubhouse leader. I've got one more in front of you, and I, and I just assumed because it is what I think. It, I think it was the best ever or the first ever best fair food, the turkey to go sandwich. That is your third and final food that I want you to try tonight. You have to give it a go. We're talking to Adrian Heath, head coach of Minnesota United on the Adrian Heath Show. We're trying fair food. We did this last year. He absolutely loved this segment. He loved this bit. So go on. Let me have a look at you with this. With the with the the poke bowl, the yeah. tuna? He's hoping you don't like it so that he can have more of it. First of all, you said it was a four. The presentation <laughs> I thought was beautiful. Oh, did you? I think that was a well-deserving of an eight-and-a-half in presentation. And then taste. That's good, eh? You're not wrong. That's a, that is an 8.7. Ooh. An 8.7. Takes the lead. So you've got the poke bowl, number one. Yeah. You've got the Philly cheesesteak, number two. Third and finally, turkey to go. Now, seeing that this was the first ever best fair food, there will be a lot of older listeners, people that were around that day, remember that day when it was given that distinction, and they want you to be very diligent in how you score this because you could hurt some feelings and lose some potential listeners if you are too critical of that turkey sandwich. A turkey sandwich is a turkey sandwich. That is that is uh, that is a bold-faced lie. It is. There's that is there is no it's, turkey it, sandwich you've ever had that tasted like it's that. It's nice and moist. Got to be honest, it's moist, which is good. Oh, it's coming in three. That's your third place. Yeah, Manny Hill. What is going on? Is this guy? There's no way he would ever get his own show on the Food Network, even if he owned the station. <laughs> Worst food critic ever. Manny, what do you think? Well, he, he's, he's seeming to enjoy everything, though, which I think is good. Manny, when you've not eaten since 9 o'clock this morning, <laughs> I'm not. That means everything tastes great, right? <laughs> 1 to 10, what do you give the turkey to go? Six and off. I just, I, I don't, I can't even with you sometimes. I there would have go. gone turkey, turkey to go, number one. Really? Poke bowl, second. Philly cheesesteak, third. But, there you go. No accounting for taste. I mean, look, that was on. The, the 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 turkey to go is the first thing I grab every time I come to the fair. I couldn't wait to put that in front of you, and you've given it a six and a half. Yeah, but that's why you're putting weight on. That's why I'm losing it, and you're putting weight on. <laughs> is that why you don't invite me to go play soccer anymore, mm. ever? You uh, you just you need to make sure to give me the yeah, diet, yeah. the diet food from here on out. <laughs> Seafood and eat it. <laughs> well, this is fun. This is so fun talking about how I was in good shape 18 months ago and no, yeah. am no longer. Uh, favorite thing about the fair other than the poke bowl? I think it's like every fair. It, it's just seeing so many good people having a nice time. Did you say this is about. like every other fair? Well, it's this really is not like every other fair. 
Well, it's not like every other affair in Minneapolis. What, no. is, what is the fair in Newcastle under Lyme like? We have where May you're Day. from? We have May Day, which is the first day of May every year. There's a big fair, same sort of thing. Not quite as big, I would, I would tell you that. <laughs> um, but it's the same thing, same principle. Everybody having a good time, people going around, there's a bit of everything for everybody. If you had to put uh, the, the one crown jewel, the prized possession food-wise in front of me to try. From Stoke? From May Day. What would you say is the... Well, we have this delicacy called an oat cake. An oat cake. It sounds oat. terrible. Oat. Even worse. Oat cake. And basically, it's, it's flour and everything. You put it down and you have it with bacon and cheese and tomato or whatever. It's... So you, do, you, you put everything else on it so it doesn't taste terrible. No. By the way, I'm going to tell you now. Everybody who comes to Stoke-on-Trent, the first thing they do when they leave is go, can I get these oat cakes sent through? And <laughs> no, it's, it's, an, an no seriously. It's a, it's, a, it's a real Stoke delicacy, and it's spreading all over the country now. You know how we, how we graded everything off of uh, looks when yeah. we first put it in front of you? Going off of sounds, I give that oat cake a one. Sounds well, well, it's a bit tough, but I guarantee you, when you taste it, you wouldn't. You go the other way, like I did with the Pokeball. Surprise! You're telling me <laughs> yeah. not to have a few more oat cakes, <laughs> get some oats and everything yeah, else. There you go. Less cake, more oats. All right. There you go. All right. We'll stick around. We uh, we got plenty more to come. When we come back, we're going to talk about the English Premier League results. We're going to recap the games that was. We're going to go over some of the players you were talking about earlier because you threw some names out. You talked about this break. We're going to figure out what that's like. From top to bottom to the roster, what's it going to be like for some of the new guys during this long extended layoff? What's it like for the guys who have been playing? We're going to have so much more to break down. Still a couple more segments. Halfway through the Adrian Heath Show, make sure to come by say hello. we got plenty of 1500 ESPN gear to give away. We've got a four-pack of tickets to give away. Adrian, you want to give away four tickets right now during the break? Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, stick around. That's Adrian Heath. Manny Hill's in the booth with us. I'm Jamie Watson. This is the Adrian Heath Show presented by Heineken on 1500 ESPN. Welcome back to the Adrian Heath Show. Adrian, giving you a little bit longer on that one because I want you to dig in deep, see if you can get this song. Led Zeppelin. I thought I'd let it play a little bit, let it breathe. You'd be able to enjoy it, but... Uh, trying, to, trying to remember what it was called. Oh, I thought you knew it. The look on your face made it seem like you knew it. He recognized the voices, though. Yeah. You could tell he recognized Led Zeppelin right away. Three. In the evening. Two. No, oh, no, a little bit of showmanship. Unbelievable. Got it just he nick knew that time. right away. He was just toying with us. Led Zeppelin in hey, the evening. Hey, never mind Led Zeppelin. What about that cookie I've just had? <laughs> so in the break, Zach and his lovely missus decided to come over and give us some Sweet Martha cookies to try. And she wanted you to grade it. Oh, that's a winner. And and I and I got it. Is it is it Cassie? Is that right? And Cassie, Zach and Cassie. And you think that's the winner of all the things you've tried, huh? Well, I've always had a sweet tooth. If I had a cup of tea with that, oh, my God. I'd be able to finish that bucket. She's got. <laughs> One to ten, would you give sweet Martha? Oh, yeah. That's having a ten. That's moment, having a yeah. ten. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Thanks for coming over. Plenty of pictures. We've given away some tickets. It's been a lot of fun so far. We've got a great crowd out here. We appreciate everyone coming out, saying hello. This is 
one of the best parts of the year just because we get to see everybody. I know you enjoy doing the ones where we go on location and we get to see people, but coming out to the fair too and just getting to have people come up, say hello, talk yeah. about the team, talk about players, talk about food. It's, it's great, isn't it? It's always nice to you know see the supporters, the people who pay to come and watch you play. And I, I always say to the players, it's you know we don't, we never have to forget who we play for. And um, it's great to see so many people here, and nice to see so many of them who are interested in the club. You know, I've just had to explain the, the Christian Ramirez trade to some guy here. So, but it's nice. It, it's everybody wants to know about the club. There's a genuine interest, and uh, long may that continue. Yeah, no, hey, it's it's good. It's getting to a point where you can't seem to go anywhere without somebody stopping and saying hello. Every time I'm around you in public, it seems like the worst thing in the world because everyone recognizes you and wants to come up and chat, and it's good. It's a great problem to have, and that means you're doing something right. Well, you're it, it grabbing attention we, in, a, in a crowded marketplace. It means we, yeah, people are starting to notice the club, and uh, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm the front of that club at times, and sometimes you wish you weren't when <laughs> things aren't so good. But it's great that you know we are getting recognized, and the, people, the, 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 the club is getting some traction in the market, which is something that we always aim for. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. We've, we're in this a little bit of a break right now where we're not having very many games at home, a five-game road swing. Uh, Minnesota United won't be back home again until September 22nd when we take on the Portland Timbers at TCF Bank Stadium. That'll be a good game. Still, then after that, there's still uh, uh, Colorado Rapids at home trying to go through the LA Galaxy at home. A few other road games sprinkled in there as well. New York uh, at City FC is the, is the last one I couldn't think of just then. But two more games to go on the road. We'll preview DC United and Real Salt Lake. Just a little bit. We're still a couple weeks away from that. Wednesday the 12th and Saturday the 15th before those matchups. Um, we'll talk about the break that your players are going to have next segment and what it'll mean for kind of three, four, five crucial players, key players. Yeah. And not just necessarily guys who are crucial because they're playing minutes week in and week out, but crucial points of the season for them and individually and how it'll kind of affect some of those newer guys. So we'll talk about that next next segment. But what we got to get to now, third segment, we always dedicate it to the English Premier League and soccer abroad. And with the English Premier League back in full form, you and I have started off, as we did last year, with a pick em challenge, five games each week. We name the games, you make the prediction, win, lose, or draw. Last week we were joined at Buffalo Wild Wings in St. Paul with John Pasquarella, goalkeeping coach from Minnesota United. He joined in, made his predictions. Adrian, how do you think you did last week? I don't know. I don't know. I've had a lot going on. So I can't even remember what the games I'm were like. I'm glad last you were more focused on your game than you were the other games <laughs> going on Saturday morning of the English Premier League. Why don't I recap how it went? Go on then. We did not have as stellar of a week as we have had in the previous two weeks. Uh, did, I, did I beat you? You did not. For the third week running, you did not beat me. You are... I'm going to have to start concentrating. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not... It, no, could, I, it could be because I'm actually... Like, no, no, no. It, but what, what happened last doing year? well oh, You something. saw what happened last year. I forgot how that went. Yeah, exactly. So there's plenty of time, yeah. Plenty it, of time left to turn this around. So I'm going to start concentrating a little bit more now. And I've got a bit more body of work to look at with the teams. Okay, well, let's get into the matchups here. Uh, after we name last week's result, John Pascarella, our guest, went 1-4. and four. You, Adrian Heath, went 2-3. and three. I, myself, went 2-3 and three as well. Okay. That put you at 6-9 and nine on the season. 11-4 and four for your gracious, humble, fantastic host, 
okay. Jamie Watson. So okay. there All we right. go. What we got this week? Week four, as we are on the Adrian Heath Show, 1500 ESPN, doing our pre- uh, predictums for... Predictums? Predictums. Okay. Predictors and predictum okay. together at the same time. Okay, yeah. Pick them, predict them. <laughs> It's going to stick. Yeah. It's going to be the name of the thing now. <laughs> Whether we meant yeah. it to or not, there it is. All right. So this week, we have got a couple different games. First one starting off. Leicester is playing host to Liverpool. Now, this was the team I said I think could win it all. Liverpool. Yes, she did. They were on and the road they great. to Leicester. Um, Adrian, who you got? Win, lose, or draw for which team? I think it's going to be tougher than you think, but I think Liverpool just shade it. I think Liverpool will probably win 1-0 or 2-1. I've got Liverpool as well. I don't think that they're going to lose any So you're just soon. going to keep agreeing with me now all the way through the year so I can't win? <laughs> that would be yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. That would be that would be good. That would be wise. Yeah. Um, wouldn't put it past you to do something yeah. like that. You, else you should put it past me because I'm not smart enough to right. think of that. I'll pick this one. Everton will play host to Huddersfield. I know what you're going to say. I know you're going to go for an Ever- Everton win. I'm actually thinking that this game will be a draw. And, and, and what are you going on for that? The fact that Huddersfield haven't scored a goal and have been awful this season and Everton haven't lost yet. Don't come at, don't come at the champ right now. <laughs> Hold on. One of us is sitting at the top uh, okay. at 11. All right, well, well, you know where I'm going. Home win. Home, Home win. win. Yeah. Everton. I knew you would. So I went that one first. No problem. Uh, West Ham plays host to Wolves. Oh, it's a big game. It's a huge game. West Ham have to win. I'm going to home win again. West Ham? I'm not sure, but I think West Ham will win. I have to disagree with you. I think it's going to be another draw. Okay. And I think Wolves have looked good. Yes, they have. Looked terrific against Man City. A lot better than I thought they would. If you would have said at the beginning of the season, four weeks in, are you going to pick Wolves to get anything from this game? I would have said not a chance. But here we are now, and I think they've got a shot. All right. Fourth match, Cardiff invites the Gunners, the Gunners up to Wales. Cardiff plays host to Arsenal. Adrian, who you got? Draw. You're going with the draw. Yeah. yeah. This is why I put it on the list because I thought you might be enticed yeah. with Cardiff at home. Difficult place to play. It always is, and, and they know that. And, and knowing Neil Warnock, he'll, he'll get into him about, you know, soft southern players and things like that. It's, it's funny when you when you have a when you have a sports talk show normally when people say, "Oh, you know, knowing the coach." Normally that just means like, "Oh, I know his tactics, I know his tendencies." Yeah. You actually know these coaches when you say that. That's the whole difference of this show. Yeah, but, but Neil Warnock has always been one of them coaches where he, he doesn't sort of stand on ceremony. He's up and at him and get the ball in the box, throw-ins, corners, free kicks and I think that's one of the little issues that Arsenal have. So I, I think it will be a draw because I think Arsenal will score. Probably 1-1. One, one. All right. Well, I think Unai's team, I think they go and get a result. I think they win. I will go with the Arsenal away win. Ooh, I know. You don't hear that very often, but uh, I'm going to back Arsenal yep. right now. All okay. right. Uh, last one. Watford plays host. Undefeated Watford. Undefeated Watford plays host to Tottenham. This is a big matchup. Because Tottenham's looking good. The former undefeated Watford. <laughs> well, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I can't go against Spurs. Can't go against Spurs at the no, moment? No. I think they'll have too much for him. I think it'll be close, and Watford will get after him, but I think it'll be close, but I think Spurs will just see it through. I have to agree with you. I can't see him losing. I only put that one on there. I was all in on Tottenham, and I think they've looked one of the best teams in the entire league. But I Watford thought had a great start, though. maybe Watford at home yeah. would have tipped the scales yeah. for you a little bit as we looked at the, the fixtures this week. So... Well, there we go. There's five games this week. 
And just like that, there's another segment that has flown by. This one always seems to go the fastest out of all of them, the ones at the fair. Well, it does because you were winning. Well, That's yeah. what you think, you think, you know, positive, I know. don't you? <laughs> as, I, as I finish my cookie. Speaking of winning, we have plenty of giveaways to give away. You don't want Adrian Heath's half-eaten cookie. Um, you can't have that, but what you can have is some 1,500 ESPN uh, thermoses. They've got some shirts over there, some lovely shirts. Callum Williams' favorite shirt, actually. And speaking of Cal. When we come back, we are going to do our favorite segment, Rate Cal's Call. We are going to rate a goal, a debut goal for Minnesota United from a couple of weeks ago. We've got two more tickets to give away. We've got more selfies to take. Please come on down, down say hello. We are on the 1500 porch right here by Dan Patch Park, the Minnesota State Fair. He's Adrian Heath. I'm Jamie Watson. This is the Adrian Heath Show presented by Heineken on 1500 ESPN. Welcome back to the Adrian Heath Show. One final segment here, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Adrian, this is one of my favorite bands of all time. Coldplay. They're great. Yeah. You know the name of the song? Paradise. What a tune. Yeah. And Manny, another three for three week for you. No, but Manny served him up tonight. He's giving you a couple layups. But I, I have given you a couple layups. Hey, Led Zeppelin, Coldplay. Bruno Mars was the first one. Yeah, I was, you know, Bruno Mars a bit. You're, you're kind of a Led Zeppelin guy, aren't you, Adrian? Yeah, I, I've actually met him once, one time, Robert Plant, believe it or not, going to a football game. He's a crazy Wolverhampton Wanderers fan. Okay. And as we arrived at the stadium, I could see it was him, and my boy, Harrison, was only 10 at the time. And as he gets out of his car, I said to my son, go over and ask him who he is for a picture, an autograph. And my son said, who is he? I suppose Robert Plant, one of the most famous pop stars ever, like, you know. <laughs> so then his son came over and had, had a picture for me, and I signed some stuff. So me and Robert Plant were the only two people who knew each other. The kids hadn't got a clue who each other were, like, you know what I mean? And each other's dad yeah. were yeah. making yeah. them go take yeah. pictures. That's great. <laughs> but he was, uh, he was a nice guy. Big, big crazy soccer fan. Big, yeah. Wol- big Wolverhampton Wanderers fan, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Love hearing. Love stories like that, Adrian. Well, uh, speaking of which, story time. We need to hear the stories you've got for this final segment on some of the players that haven't been playing or have just been playing as a substitute or brand new to the team or been playing minutes uh, week in and week out, what does this longer break seem like for players who are different points in the season? And I'll go, namely, I'll throw out the guys like Romario Barra, guys like Abu Dunladi, yeah. and then the new guy, Fernando Bob. Yep. What's it like for each one of them, and then what's it like for the starting group? Well, when you get to this stage of the season, you know, in the last third of the year, every it's the games have mean something different to every player. Like you look at Fernando Bobby, hasn't played now for it's probably quite a while. I don't want to know how many weeks it has been. So we had a little scrimmage. There's a little scoop for you this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, played St Thomas University, who very kindly came over, and just got 90 minutes in for Fernando for Romario Ibarra. Um, Abu Dunlali, um, Jared Thiessen. So all the guys who've really been struggling for minutes of late, we managed to get a really good 90 minutes in against uh, St. Thomas this morning. So they'll feel better for that. Now the guys who played every week and have played a lot of minutes, the, the Michael Boxalls and the likes of Brent Coleman, they'll, they'll probably get two or three days off now over from, from Friday over the weekend. Okay, so you say guys that have been playing 90 minutes week in and week out. Yeah. The, the rest of the guys, this is a really important 
really good opportunity for us to get some serious work in for them. So they'll have 90 minutes today. They'll have more of a regen, but then they'll hit the hit it really hard next week. They've got like uh, they'll train Saturday, have Sunday off. Then we've got a full week of really good training ahead of us. So we'll probably have three days, which will be really physical days, and we'll see where we are in the build-up for the game against DC United, which will which would be the following Wednesday. So. Um, by that Wednesday game, we were hoping that, you know, that even Darwin Quintero will be back. So we could have a, obviously, Boxy won't be available. We know Calvo, for different reasons, won't be available. But we're hoping that everybody else is fitting well. Wow. So that'll be really important then this week. Jared Phillips, head strength and conditioning coach, has a busy week ahead of him, getting some guys fitting well for the final eight games of the season. With that, guys like Romario Abara and Abu Dunladi, where do you feel their fitness is getting back to, and and where do you where do you see them for the final quarter of the season? Well, I, you know, for Abu, it's probably been really frustrating this year because the second half of last year he, he showed all that, showed a lot of the potential that we thought he had. Runner up rookie of the year last year, Abu yeah, Dhamadi. I think it was seven or eight goals, didn't he last eight year? Eight goals, first pick overall last year. Yeah, so it's been a bit frustrating for him to have had these little niggling injuries. We feel as though we're at the bottom of it now, and I'm hoping that Abu can really be fit and healthy for the end of the season, and we can start again with him in another good preseason. But in Romario, you know, he came, he was unfit, he'd had a couple of injuries when he got here, so we're we're working really hard with him now. His his weight's good, he's lost some weight, he looks a lot sharper in training, and. Uh, he will probably, we're hoping to get them integrated into the team towards the end of the year. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, that's good to know about what the next 10 days, 12 days will look like for some of the guys. But the next time we'll see Minnesota United play will be two weeks from tomorrow. That's Wednesday, September 12th in D.C. That game we'll be seeing on Fox Sports North. Audi Field, new stadium. Yep. Wayne Rooney, pretty yep. good at soccer. Ever heard of him? All-time leader for England in games played, goals scored. Something like 393 appearances for Manchester United. One of the greats that have ever played for England. Um, what do you expect from DC United? Two weeks left to break them down, but what do you see now, 15 days away? Well, I think they, they certainly attacking-wise, they've obviously Wayne's come on and give them a real boost. But more importantly, I think that the rest of this, the so-called supporting cast have really upped their game. You Luciano know, Costa, Costa um, Ariola, well, yep. and, and Assad now is looking like the player he was when he was at Atlanta. Bill Hamid back in the fold now. Exactly. So it doesn't surprise me because if you look at what they've got, they've got really good experience at the back. You know, they've 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 changed their roster as they sometimes do. DC, they have like these mid-season sort of overalls of their team, and you know they're playing with a lot of confidence. You know, even the game last week, which they lost away at uh, Red Bulls. I thought they were a better team. You know, Wayne had a great chance with it at the crossbar with later on. So they're playing with a lot of confidence, certainly at Audi Field. So it's going to be tough for us. But as I've said to you, Jay, and I keep saying it, and it's getting closer and closer, if we're going to, going to keep this season alive we, in the next couple of games, we're going to have to win one of these games on the road to give us some, an opportunity to hopefully go and win two or three home games. And that would really put us back in the mix again. Well, certainly. And then you've also got the game on the back of that going to Real Salt Lake. You actually won't come back to Minneapolis. You'll fly straight from D.C. to yeah. Salt Lake for that. So that makes that week. You go from two weeks, two and a half weeks of no games to yeah. you know, but that's, two games in four nights. But that's the nature of the league and we know that and we, we should be well prepared and well rested, so no excuses. Yeah, no, we'll get on with it. So, Well, here we are, winding down the show. 
Adrian Heath giving us great insight on what the next couple weeks will look like for his team as they have a couple of bye weekends and they also then head off to the nation's capital, play against D.C. United. But let's start to come back a little bit. Let's start to go back a couple weeks ago, August 11th, L.A. Galaxy away, the Step Up Center. Your team was able to get a 2-2 result on the night. We were able to do the first goal of that game. We rated that call from Callum Williams, play-by-play commentator from Minnesota United a couple of weeks ago. Michael Boxel scored that goal his first of the season. He wasn't the only one to score a first goal of the season that night. The new boy. I don't want to say the other Abara, but Abara as well. Mm. Romario Abara got his first goal in Minnesota United colors. And what we want to do now is everyone's favorite segment. We want to play the goal call back. Callum Williams gives us his goal call. Adrian Heath, you get to listen to it on a scale from 0 to 10. You get to give us what you think and what you rate the call to be. And everyone's favorite segment, rate Cal's call. Away from the Jets. Lovely weighted pass. It's Abu Dunlade. Ibarra! Equalizing goal for Minnesota United. The stars align in Hollywood. And the latest one shining brighter than ever is Romario Ibarra with his first goal for the Loons. 2-2. How big is this? The stars align in Hollywood. Not bad, is it? Not bad, is it? <laughs> That's with, the, I believe, the 83rd minute. Ties it up 2-2. Stars align in Hollywood. And yeah. the latest star shining the, the brightest. Yeah, it's not bad, not bad. He's done well there, Cal. I'm going to go seven and a half. Seven and a half for that one. Yeah. That was a, uh, that was a good one. I remember being on the sidelines, seeing everybody celebrate, hearing that soundtrack going in my ears. What, what? What's number one still? And I know it's Purple Rain, and what, what did I it's give? E- it's Ethan Finley. Yeah. All the way back, our very first one of the year on May 1st. His goal on March 10th in Orlando got an 8.7. Okay. That's yeah. the leader. Second place. I might, Dar- gi- I might give this an 8 then. Are you bumping it up? Yeah, I'm bumping it up, yeah. Wow. Manny, do we allow it? Do we allow a bump up now after uh, yeah, well, this is further again? on the Adrian Heath show. I don't think he's ever changed a grade yeah, like I, mid-segment. Well, well I, I've, I've changed it because I, I didn't want it to overtake the uh, Purple Rain one, you know, Ethan you, Finley. You got, a, you got a, a special place in your heart for that one. A lot like the Poke Bowl earlier you tried. The longer it sat in your mouth, the more you, the more you tasted it, the more you enjoyed it. That call, that call it, mid-segment, it, jumped up half a point. Exactly. It grew on me. All right, let me just put that one in the books, and there it is. It is now in the upper echelon eight category. Yeah. It's pretty good, Adrian. Did you have a good time tonight at the fair? Always do. It's uh, it's great to see so many of the supporters. Great to see so many people coming out and saying hello. And uh, long may it continue. It's uh, you know they've been terrific supporters of us this season. Do you have any more plans to come out to the state fair? Are you going to bring the family? Because last year you had Mrs. Heath come out. Yeah. H and his misses. They've already been. They've Kaylin already. got to come. What did they say about the fair? What did they think? They, they took them by surprise. I think the sheer size of it and the magnitude of what was going on. But they had a good day. It was, uh, I think it was 95 or something when they no, got here. No, it wasn't. So they came it, out on the day that was brutally yeah, hot. Yeah, so it was, uh, he said it was, it was a long day for him. What was his first message to you when he, when he got here? What did he say to you at first? I wouldn't be able to repeat it on, on, on air, but it was something along the lines of, have you been here before? Yeah, we, we like this show. Let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's keep it going here. So what, yeah. uh, you know, when, when you come here, though, what is, what is the one thing you like to do the most, I guess? Is it, do, you, do you want to sit and people watch? Do you want to eat? Yeah, ride I'm, rides? A, I'm, a big, I'm a big people watcher. Are I, you? Yeah, I am. 
It intrigued me. So that spot at Cafe Caribe was perfect for you because you had the live band going. You know, I love live music and then I actually stand and watch people and watch their relationship with each other and then, you know, obviously one or two of them. It looked as though they've enjoyed, (laughs) shall we say, a little bit more than most. But no, it's it's great when uh, anything like that. And I love the rides, you know. If if they weren't, if the queues weren't so so long for every single one of them, I would have probably tried one or two of them. Yeah, you mentioned this earlier. You said that the, the most ridiculous looking ride here, the one that goes up several hundred feet in the air and spins you around you said that's the one you wanted to do yeah I, if, if i could have got on it i would have done yeah so uh you know mrs Heath wouldn't have gone on so you might have had to come on with me <laughs> you would have wanted to ride with me yeah. i've been passed out on you on the side yeah. going i don't want to do this like i want to get off this um lastly before we leave what do you do when you get a couple of days off? Because I know that you guys will get a chance. Uh, the coaching staff will get not many days off this weekend. But what is what does an off weekend look like for you? Well, I if, I very rarely have time off. You know that. And but this weekend I'm gonna we're gonna go to Chicago. We're gonna see some friends in Chicago. So we should be there Friday, Saturday. I'll be back on Sunday afternoon. So be nice to. Uh, I, I really like the city. Yeah, you know, Chicago in the summer is one yeah, of the best. Get on the lake a little bit, and we got to see some friends. So it'll be nice and take a couple of nice restaurants in unfortunately the Cubs aren't at home so oh they're not you won't get to go see no, the game at which is a, no which is a blow but uh, no I'm, I'm really looking forward to the weekend I, as I say I don't get too much time off so Friday, Saturday, Sunday I'll be in Chicago well we hope you enjoy it uh, certainly enjoyed this show with you tonight thanks pal thank you for, for coming out for being Pleasure. a good as sport for, for trying the foods uh, I'm still disappointed you didn't like the turkey to go sandwich as much as I thought you would. But I, did, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it wasn't the best. It's I'm a also, big difference. I'm also very happy I've converted you now over to a Pokeball fan. So thank you so much for that. Adrian, great show as always, man. Appreciate it. Cheers. Manny, thank you so much as always. Always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, love, love Tuesday nights from 6 to 7, getting to enjoy it. With you fellas, with you listeners at home, it is an absolute privilege and honor to be in the chair here with you listening to the show. Well, come on down. We still have a little bit more more selfies to take, more giveaways to give away, people to say hello to. We want to thank all of you that were in attendance here tonight. We want to say thank you so much to all you loyal listeners at home. We're so grateful for listening to the Adrian Heath Show presented by Heineken right here on 1500 ESPN. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with a synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.